Well, because family balance sheets are strong, because we've been able to get the unemployment rate down, we're starting from a, a relatively strong position right now. So, um, and we, because we've, we've seen the economy able to weather some of these storms that have come over the past year, that gives us some confidence that um, should uh, oil prices continue to be high or maybe go up, which would be horrible, but um, you know, we think that, that there's enough of wiggle room that businesses and families will be able to, to make it through because they have resources to fall back on. You have resources to fall back on. You've got loads of cash. Why do we need to even think about recession when you'll just spend even more money that you've already been spending because of the high cost of everything? But Joe Biden is here to save you. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, always a pleasure to be with you guys. He is now going to ask for a suspension of the federal gas tax, 18.4 cents per gallon, through September. He's also going to look to states to suspend their gas tax. The question is, does suspending the gas tax actually help Americans in the long term? I could understand any money you're spending less is more money that you're keeping. But what does it do to all of us? Is this the right maneuver? Dr. Matt Will joins us right now, economist at the University of Indianapolis. You find him at Dr. Matt Will on the Twitter box, Dr. Matt Will, W-I-L-L, on the Twitter box. And I texted you a basic question. Does suspending the federal gas tax help uh, with, uh, you know, help with inflation? And your answer was 100% no. Break it down for me. Well, okay, 100% no at the state level. Okay, if we have, it's very important to distinguish between the two, Tony. Cutting this gas tax at the t- state level is a good idea. It doesn't cause inflation because the, the state government can't print money. They can't create more cash. They can just take money out of your right pocket and put it in your left pocket. They can't print money. The federal government decreasing the gas tax can cause inflation if they do it in the temporary sense, like Biden wants to do. Because what he's going to do is it's simply going to increase the deficit. It's not going to cause any growth in stuff. If he wants to cause growth in stuff, he needs to make it permanent. A permanent gas tax cut, eliminate it completely. That would cause growth in more stuff, even though it's still going to cause more cash to be printed because the government spends on deficits, and that's just printing of money, the federal government. It's going to cause inflation there. But if we have a permanent reduction in the gas tax, that will stimulate some growth and that will negate the inflationary effect. But that would be looking at a Democratic Party that doesn't cut taxes to cut taxes. That would be for part of the, the members of the party. That would be uh, going against some of their core values. So that isn't going to happen. It looks to this suspension, or this, I should say the suspension, looks like the idea of showing you're doing something as opposed to actually doing something. It's when you hear from uh, White House officials like I was was just uh, sharing, that's Heather Bushy, B-O-U-S-H-E-Y, maybe pronounced Boucher, part of the White House Council of Economic Advisors, saying that there is this wiggle room. You hear this constantly, that uh, Americans are are, are well-secured, they they were able to save during COVID, and they can weather uh, this storm, which they still want to make an argument of as as transitory, as you see it. And, you you know, we don't want to talk about whether or not you predict a recession, 
Do the fundamentals show that Americans are in a financially solid place to deal with higher prices, whether it be gas or whether it be meat or whether it be retail goods? The answer is no, Tony, because if you look at the Bureau of Labor Statistics just last month, we're looking at the, the disposable income and the savings rate of households is declining. We're saving less money. Tony, not only are we saving less money, the value of your investments has dropped 20%. I don't know uh, who on the radio here listening you know, is advanced in math, but if you're not, I think we all know that when you lose 20% of your savings and you're saving less money, you don't really have the wherewithal to, to, to withstand a recession or whatever this press secretary is trying to tell you. Well, it's, it's not just the press secretary. It's not just Corinne Jean-Pierre. It is a constant, continual, moving message. Now, the question before us is, how does that message move markets? When we saw the Federal Reserve increase uh, interest rates by three-quarters of a point, we saw move up. Uh, in in the stock market. And normally I'd say that's the weirdest thing in the world. You explain, and you have explained on this show, that that's the kind of thing the market wants to see because they want to see the Federal Reserve doing what they consider to be the right things to deal with this inflation. This three-quarter point move too much at one time, or was it not enough or the right move? It was the right move, Tony, and what was even a better move is they signaled they're probably going to do it again in July. So those were some good signals. But it's like, it's like uh, we're squabbling. We have a civil war between the Federal Reserve Board and the federal government because they, the Federal Reserve is doing the right thing, Tony. But what Biden announced today is the worst of all possible things because it's temporary. So it's going to cause inflation. State taxes reduction, state reductions in gas taxes has no inflationary effect. Federal government of a temporary nature can cause inflation. So he's going to cause inflation. He's going to put more money in your pocket, but it's going to be worth less. This is totally against what the Federal Reserve is doing. They're fighting each other. So who wins that fight? I mean, because I mean, when we if 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 it's you and me on the bar stool, sir, right, and and, and we're ha- we're having a, a a bourbon or a scotch, we're smoking a cigar. This fight has to get won by somebody. The government can continue to do ideologically anything it chooses, but Wall Street is still Wall Street, and Wall Street can ruin your chances of a reelect, even though his chances of reelect, based on the expertise of uh, of others and my own analysis, is extremely limited, if not totally zero. Who wins this fight? Oh, here's the answer you don't want. It doesn't matter who wins. I can't predict who wins, but I can tell you who loses. Like in a divorce settlement, both sides are going to lose and the lawyers are going to win, which means the citizens are going to lose, Tony. They're going to lose in this equation because there's going to be a recession, which we know is coming if it's not already here, because the Fed has to take tough action because they were too late to take the action they needed last year to prevent it. And the federal government, through Biden's spending policies and and silly temporary tax policies, are going to make the recession worse and give you more inflation. So we're going to be the losers, Tony. Is there any winners? I don't think there's a winner anywhere in this equation. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Your take. This is President Biden. And he was asked a question while he was vacationing in Rehoboth Beach. This is after the bike fall. And he was asked a question about the economy and where economists are. 
Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. He needed to let you know it was a joke. Economists saying that recession is more likely than ever. Now, I don't know if you ever get polled when they poll economists, sir. Maybe they forgot your number. I don't know. Maybe maybe you were out that day. I'm not. I'm not so sure. Um, the economists you talk to, because look, look, I talk to other radio hosts, uh, producer Ari. I don't. I don't know if he talks to anybody else, honestly. But you talk to other economists. Uh, anybody saying? Oh yeah, this is gonna, it's going to be an ugly 2023. Is that is that without prediction? Is that the sentiment? Yes. Right now, my colleagues that I talk to are very concerned. Even the ones on the left are very concerned, Tony. That 2023, heck, 2022 is going to be ugly, Tony. It's ugly right now, and it doesn't look any prettier in six months. Well, you could have at least tried to tried to make it sound pretty. You didn't even try. Well, I apologize. But, you know, Tony, I got I, I to put one thing on the record before we leave. Sure. Indiana's da- gas tax is going up July 1st to 61 cents a gallon. 61 cents. That's a f- almost a 50% increase before the pandemic started. So you, so you do favor the idea that Governor Holcomb and the General Assembly should get together and either lower, suspend, or repeal the gas tax altogether? Yes. Because state taxes do not cause inflation if they're reduced. Reduce the gas tax. Eliminate in Indiana. We're the fourth highest diesel tax rate in the country. How does and that we're the work? Crossroads of America. That is silly. How, how does it work that on the federal side it can explode inflation, but on the state side it doesn't add to inflation? Because the state government can't print money. All the state government does is take a dollar out of your pocket and put it back in your pocket. That's not printing of money. They just shuffle the money around on the table. So they can't cause inflation. The federal government is the only one that can actually cause inflation because they're the only ones that can print money. So you, if, if you're advising Governor Holcomb, which I don't know if you do or, or you don't do, if you're advising the General Assembly, you're like, just get this done. And we already know that Biden is going to start pressuring the states. Uh, did, did you like the, the send back of cash from Holcomb? Hey, everybody gets back another $225. We're going to take a billion dollars from the surplus because it's your money anyway and give it back to you. Did you feel that that was in any way helpful? I liked it. It was not helpful. Did it add to inflation? Um, no, it was irrelevant to inflation because, again, the state government can't cause inflation. I'm glad he sent me money. By the way, if anybody wants to send me money, you got my Twitter feed. Just send right. me money. I want cash. Send it you to me. You make the check out to producer Ari, and Ari will make sure that Dr. Matwell gets it. But it, did, it did nothing. It was window dressing. It didn't cause inflation, thank goodness, but it's just window dressing. If he really wants to do something good, let's grow more stuff. You know how the state can grow more stuff? Get money back in your pocket so you can grow your business. Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis. Always good to talk to you, sir. We've got more. Keep it here, guys. I'm Tony Katz.